Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. Uh, So this Rob Charney of the famous Rob Charney Show. Don't forget to listen. Find it at some point near you. So we're just going to get our sponsor. Right off the bat, hit our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. They have online monthly game nights on Discord, so make sure you stop by their Facebook page for event times and dates. You can also grab a free quarantine version of the game straight off their website. Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And they just had a game night this uh, last Saturday, which I think was uh, March the 6th. Heard it was a great fun time. So you get a chance to uh, check out their website and uh, try for next uh, next month. I was going to be on, going to try to be on last uh, la- on Saturday. I just didn't get a chance. <clears throat> so I, I there's something I've been wanting to talk about. I've been kind of uh, giving mulling this over a lot, and it's what freedom is <clears throat> to me. And since cancel culture and all this stuff has kind of been what we have been discussing a lot lately as a show. So my idea of what freedom is, and this is for the United States only, mileage may vary what country you're in if you're listening to this, but in America, at least, my humble opinion, or not so humble opinion, depending, is what freedom is, is I can do whatever I want as long as I'm not violating your rights. And you can do Whatever you want, as long as you're not violating violating my rights. So it means you can be gay, trans, straight, Raiders fans, Niners fans, basketball fans, whatever. It means you can literally do whatever you want, as long as you're not violating my constitutional rights. Now, there are points, there are a bit of sticky wicket occasionally when these two merge. When your rights and my rights merge. When you end up having to compromise. And as, as Ryan has said, a compromise is when nobody's happy as a result. Now, there are a couple instances in modern times where I believe there are going to have to be compromises. Now, there were, and it's, you know, whether you're talking about Republican or Democrat, you're, you're talking about gay, straight, trans, etc. There's instances within these movements within modern times that require a compromise. And I, I kind of believe what's happening now is people are going straight past the, I'm not going to compromise. I'm just going to go straight for the thermonuclear option, like canceling Pepe Le Pew, who's a cartoon, who I've never met a single person who was offended by that. Um, or you're talking about Speedy Gonzalez, where every Mexican I've ever met likes that character. I've literally never met anybody of any Hispanic ascent who dislikes that cartoon. Um, to, to anything. And I'm kind of tired of my generation or younger not getting the benefit of what freedom is in the United States. Because let's be honest, freedom is hard to keep. And it's really easy to lose. And it seems like to me that we are on the precipice of willingly surrendering this amazing thing we have in the United States, which is freedom of speech, freedom of self, or religion. You know, you can be a Muslim, you can be an atheist, you can be a Christian, you can be a Hindu. Doesn't matter, as long as it doesn't violate my rights or your rights. And I know this sounds cheesy, but being somebody who's kissing cousins with 40, 
I, I kind of see the way it was when I was a child. And I know my dad definitely does when, you know, when back in his day and back in his day, you would disappear all day long as a kid and lights come off time to go home or else your mother's going to come chasing you in her nightgown and no, you know, you're going to get shit for days at school for that. And I, I'm generally afraid of the, for the future generations because cancel culture, in my opinion, is cancer. This, this movement where there's no redemption, there's no underdog story. Um, we talked about Mel Gibson, how last week, how, you know, he said what he did, you know, he was hammered. It's no excuse, but you know, liquor goes in, truth has a tendency to come out. Not always the case, but you kind of saw the beginning of that movement where you didn't, he, you know, where he became the underdog, in my opinion, the guy who really screwed up. Now this is a chance for him to rebuild his life, have the crescendo moment, the, 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 the end of the rainbow where he goes, I was wrong. Let's make music together. That's that, you know, you didn't see that as much. There's still people who hate him for some reason. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I just was wondering what you guys thought of this. This was one reason I was hoping Ryan was going to be on. Because <coughs> I'm, I, I see movements of things. And I don't know how to take it as an older guy. And I literally don't care what people do. Except recently I see stuff that, that bothers me. Because nobody's willing to compromise on anything. It's my way or the highway. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. You know, Rob being the older guy who's lived a few more turns than, than James and I, I was kind of hoping that he could open the floor with, you know, what he thinks. And by the way, if you're listening, this may be controversial, but I do think this is a topic that needs to be brought up more in civil conversations. So you started out this conversation by <laughs> making a statement of freedom. Yeah. You're talking about your freedom. Everybody's freedom. Well, okay. My freedom, your freedom may actually become be, be coming from a different angle and in, in, in a, a whole different world experience and a whole different life. And so that can be, that can change the whole argument as to what is freedom. One of the things that recently has been happening that that's been irking the heck out of me uh, is this whole thing with, Let's talk about Dr. Seuss for a second. Is okay. We all grew up reading Dr. Seuss and uh, Cat in the Hat and Green Eggs and Ham and all, all of that stuff. And then all of a sudden now, because of certain characters that are, are drawn along with the books, and it has more to do with the drawing of the characters than the actual wording that he's using. Uh, one of the examples happens to be an Asian person that uh, uh, was being described, and because that person was Asian in the way it was described, that's offensive. And yet we've been, you know, 30, almost three, almost four generations with Dr. Seuss. And I don't think I, I've heard of one person ever going cuckoo crazy over something because of what they've read in Dr. Seuss and the fact that they even thought it was offensive. Um, so we, we've got freedom comes, comes to a point where, you know, whose freedom are we talking about? And at this point, I have no problems with saying that, you know what, I, I, maybe I don't like that. Maybe I think that that's inappropriate. That's my opinion. But all of a sudden now we have this whole cancer, uh, cancel culture 
where everybody's, you know, everything's got to be canceled if it isn't 100%. I don't even know what to say. 100% the way everybody wants to see this view. So now we're trying to take the, everybody's freedoms and you got to get this view and everybody's got to see the, the world and the colors and everything all exactly the same. And it just doesn't work that way. Okay, so there's differences. There's cultural differences and they'll always be there. The other thing that's irking the hell out of me, talking about freedoms, is the whole idea that you've got to pass a law to stop big box retailers from having boys' clothes sections and girls' clothes sections. They just have to be yeah. clothes. All right? So now we've gotten to, in the situation where you can't even have that. Now, okay, so that's a freedom there, right? It's a freedom to say, well, I don't want a boys' or girls' section. Well, you have a right to say that. But come on. I mean, we're talking about clothes. So I, I, my, my comment on that, reply to that, be it's like I don't think it should be a law, but if there's a retailer that wants to do it. Nobody's I, ever stopped a retailer well, from then, doing it. That. that was my point is that they're, they're writing uh, you know, an, an actual federal law making it illegal for the big box chains to actually have a separate boys and girls sections. And so, I, 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 How far off the rails have we gone with that? So a question for, for James and Rob on this, would this be coming as the same thing as legislating morality back in, back in the old days where if, you know, you were gay, you weren't allowed to blank. Would it be something similar? Hmm. Because, well, because when I think of the legislating morality, it's not so much making gays or blacks or anything like that illegal to be that way. I think of it more as they're trying to force their viewpoints on you, and that's basically what this is. Not to make everything illegal, but to make certain things illegal so that you have to conform to their beliefs. Hmm. So That's what I see it. Not necessarily making it illegal to be gay or illegal for a black person to do a certain thing. It's just a generalization. More like how... If we go back and look at what Britain did with a lot of the violent video games and movies, they didn't necessarily make them all illegal, but they made them all illegal to possess. Same thing with like nope. smoking. They're not necessarily making it illegal to smoke. They're just making it more uh, worthwhile not to smoke by inflation of taxes Um uh, tariffs, all those other things that they're doing to try to push you a certain direction. And that's exactly what you see with what Rob is saying, where they're saying, okay, big box stores, you can't have boys and girls sections and things like that. So, yeah, it, it is very similar to, you know, leg legislating morality. They're saying, okay, we don't, we don't necessarily want this you guys to think a certain way. So we're going to try to force that upon you by doing these little things that are going to accumulate into your way of thinking. I, hmm. and, and I mean, that's kind of how, how it's looking right yeah, now. I, I agree. And I, I think for, for me, this goes back to my example, what my definition of what my personal definition of freedom is, is, you can do whatever you want. Now, if a big box store wants to have a gender neutral, a gender neutral section, let's be honest, there's more people who are coming out as what's the term non gender binary. 
maybe that would yeah. be something for a retail store to have clothes that have clothes that are more um, that <clears throat> that would be perfect. Maybe that's a way for them to target an audience yeah. to create a but market you, versus legislating yeah. clothes that are, I guess, non-binary. You just go pick them out. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to a specific section. You just go through all sections and find shit that fits you. Well, we, but we don't want to offend these people by forcing them to go into sections uh, of clothing sections where they don't want to go. <laughs> I don't know. I it just then order clothes online. Uh, yeah. I, and if 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 oh. there, if there anybody out here who's listening. And if you have an opinion, do me a favor, contact us at madtrioshow at gmail.com. I would love to know what you think. Write all hate mail to John. Because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious. And, and because this, this, like I said, this is really concerning me on, on the freedom side of things. Because I, seeing like California had a Prop 8, which redefined marriage to be between a man and a woman. And, and this is another part of the conversation <clears throat> I wanted to bring up is, the reason I, I use that example is because I don't think it's a dichotomy to be a Christian and believe in my definition of freedom. Being the fact that as an American Christian, I have to live by the law of the land. The law of the land being everybody has an equal opportunity of circumstance. Not outcome, not guarantee, but everybody has a chance to succeed. And so that to me also is a freedom as you see you see religious freedom being hampered because it somebody speaks out against this thing and speaks out against this thing instead of the person who's offended and, and maybe it's not possible nowadays maybe that dialogue hasn't been opened but the person saying hey i think you're wrong here's why and they try to force their opinion on you just like they're saying the other person tried to force their opinion you know I've almost got gotten to a point where <laughs> if it wasn't for the show, I just wouldn't even <laughs> give an opinion. I, I just, right. I mean, That's it's me. Yeah. It's almost like, I really don't care. It, it is just not worth giving an opinion and getting the, you know, here's my opinion. And you, and you start out by telling somebody, now, my opinion may differ from your opinion, but this is my opinion. And telling somebody your opinion and having them com completely go off the rails, nuts at you. And, you know, you, you stand there and you look at them and go, I told you this was going to be my opinion. Doesn't mean it has to be your opinion. You're welcome to your own opinion. It can be entirely different than my opinion, but I still have a right to have my opinion. Well, isn't that how grand things are made when everybody has their own opinion they all put it in a pot stirred around and you got the great compromise you have what ryan has said throughout multiple shows is a good compromise is when everybody's kind of pissed off <laughs> nobody gets what they want that's that's pretty much true but because because at this point it, it's almost the fact that timothy leary was right you know turn tune on turn on tune in drop out because you see you see all these things and it just doesn't seem worth it some of the time to to, to fight it um and for a long time that was kind of my opinion like i've given up caring about a lot of things because if it's not within my power if it's not something that i want to spend energy on 
I don't care. Do whatever you want. And I truly mean this, that live a good life. But the freedom thing is, is starting to become the one thing that it's, it's my rallying cry because I think this is something of everybody's political bent, everybody's orientation, everybody's political agenda should be like, fuck yeah, freedom. I want to continue to be blank. And it's, it's disturbing me that, that what people want to count, count, uh, counts, cancel, but they're not canceling everybody like John Lennon. For some reason, the dude's evergreen, but in real life, everything I've re ever read about John Lennon, he was a giant piece of shit. I've heard more bad stuff about John Lennon. L let me just put it this way. What I've read about John Lennon in the last five years, the greatest thing he did was die because he did because he was a con constant wife beater. He was, he'd make fun of mentally handicapped people, et cetera, et cetera. There's a ton of evidence against him, but nobody's canceling him. And I'm cool with that. Well, that'd be almost like canceling John Wayne movies. Oh, they're trying. Okay, John <laughs> John Wayne was well, was a racist, and he, I mean, but he was also a cultural uh, what is it a cultural touchstone, just like John Lennon and the <laughs> Beatles were. Cultural touchstone. He was <coughs> John Wayne <coughs> was a, a giant part of the culture in his era, just like Elvis was. He was a moment in time that he was a giant part of the culture. You take a look at the 60s during the Beatles. The Beatles were huge. They were all over the place. They were a giant part of the, the culture. Matter of fact, you could still say the Beatles to some degree are a giant part of the culture. Because there's somewhere around the world, and at least specifically, specifically in America too, is there's somebody's jamming out to a Beatles tune. Okay. Um. But so now they want to cancel uh, that John Wayne or say they're basically trying to cancel the part of the past instead of saying, yeah, John Wayne didn't like blank, but damn, the dude could act, you know, or, or, or John Lennon, man, the, the, the dude beat his wife like a week old steak and that's totally wrong, but man, he could swing. I think that falls back you know and, and, and it doesn't really have much to do with freedom other than freedom is you don't have to watch them listen to them or like them that's part of cancel culture i mean <clears throat> right. it's it's a, it's a little okay. bit of a sidebar yeah but <clears throat> i think that's that's your that's part of your freedom your freedom is if you know if there's somebody who's a piece of shit in real life but yet is idolized by people because they're a movie star or whatever it may be <clears throat> I mean, you know, your right is to watch them or not watch them or like them or not like them, and, it, and, and that's the way it is. It, it almost seems like to become famous, uber famous, whatever that may be, okay, um, you got to be a jerk to a certain degree. <laughs> everybody that you, you know, when you, not everybody, the vast majority of people that have made it in Hollywood, let's say that that term, you know, there's the, it, that would have to be defined more, but became famous for and some reason. Say entertainment right. or sports. Or entertainment or, or sports. Good example. Like Michael Jordan, apparently, during the height of his fame, apparently was a jackass. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes you look what they have to go through. They pay a price for that fame. Oh, yeah, I would So they pay a price for making multi-millions of dollars, right? But they're paying a price because of paparazzi. 
and 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 fans going super crazy and you can't walk down the street without being molested for by somebody wanting to get a signature or a selfie or whatever it may be so you pay a price for that fame but that's your price that you're paying for it you're getting paid for it so it's get you get in the you know the, you, you get your put your big boy pants on you get the big boy bucks and suck it up, and that's what it's all part of. You're 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 paying for a bill of goods, and then you're you're getting the results of it. You're getting the receipt of what what's happening, what you uh, wanted. Yeah, degree. and you know what? I it may it's very hard for me to feel sorry for these people to a degree, <coughs> because that's partly what they you know what made them famous is that, and then they turn around. Well, I don't want it anymore. Well, you know, you don't have that option. Yeah, <coughs> unless they wait long enough. Well, I mean, sometimes it never goes away. Sometimes it does. That, that's true. Michael Jackson, towards the end of his career, didn't really do a whole lot, yet he was so famous during his childhood and the 80s that even though he was accused of things, he was still evergreen. Everybody knew about him, or mm -hmm. Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the reason I, I do bring this up, though, is to me it's still that the, the, the conversation about freedom is... Do you cancel them? Do you say, you, you don't have a right to do blank? You can't do blank. I, I just... I don't know. I, the older I get, the more I realize that my, my past self was saying, yeah, I, this guy was a piece of shit. I'm not going to watch anything he ever does again. It's like, okay, it's wrong. Maybe I won't like the guy's movies as much because in the back of my head, I'm thinking, yeah, that dude beat his wife or this movie was uh, helped paid for by, uh, by Weinstein. I, I did, but to me, it's like, okay, now I'm at the point in my life that I can see entertainment for entertainment. I can separate the person from the film or the sports guy. And I, I, I think that's part of what this culture needs to learn is to some degree you, you got to tune it out to some degree, like specifically entertainment. Like It won't happen. What do you mean? It won't happen. They won't tune that out. Oh, you're right. They won't, they're not going to just let somebody go without sitting there and saying this person did this or that it's not going to happen and history is not going to allow that to happen anymore that's true and and i'm not saying let them get away scot-free <laughs> you know i'm i'm a hundred percent cool with the apology tour with him paying recompense like mel gibson allegedly has done everything has a price fame has a price screwing up really bad has a price Going to, you know, for example, if you're, you're, you get caught stealing a car, your price is you're going to jail. But after you paid the price, you're supposed to be able to do, you know, to live again. Well, what's the price that you're supposed to pay? Because in today's society, you, you fuck up in any sense, then bam, you're, you're <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. So is that the price you have to pay? I don't think so. You know, it becomes difficult okay. because nobody's perfect, right? So everybody is, no. you know, you, everybody has, is going to make a mistake at some point. I, I don't care who it exactly. is. Exactly. Right. Uh, so what, what is your price to pay for the mistake you made? So it, it's, it's all dependent on what level of mistake you've made. Whatever it may be. Uh, apparently not, because, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been racist in the past, <laughs> and are they going out and canceling all of them? No. It's only a select few that I see being canceled over racism. 
And what kind of racism are we talking about? Well, there's, there's racism on all sides. Right. And some of the stuff. So what's forgivable, what's not? And some of the stuff is, I guess, the technical definition of racism. But it's really like, I don't know, it just seems really weird that it's, it's so on the, the, the lighter side of racism, but not saying it's bad, but sitting down and having a conversation saying, Dude, this is why this this um this ethnic food comment was wrong, and here's why. You think that that would be good enough versus this guy made this joke, and now the rest of his life was ruined because he made a really shitty joke on Twitter or on camera 20 years ago. So there's a whole series when you, you know. But by the way, I, I do get why that would be upsetting. Right. There is a whole series of of things that we have said that become lexicon in our language. That when we go back and we look at the origins, we go, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm saying that. True. All right. What about the term redheaded stepchild? There's one that's a racist term. Absolutely. But nobody really knows that it is. Or getting gypped. <clears throat> getting gypped is, yeah. is an incredibly right. racist term if you actually know the origins of well, that. You know, cotton picking, I wish I, I didn't have done that, that I mean, so there's all kinds of these little lexicons that we use in our language that when you go back and you look at them, you go, oh, my God, I can't believe I've, I've been saying that all along. I didn't even know what, what it meant, yet, I, you know, I said it. And it's like, oh, okay. So part of that is education. And maybe that's what, what I think I see we're lacking in some of these uh, descriptions of, the, you know, what what – retailers want to go do going forward or politicians want to make a law to stop happening or whatever. It's an education needs to be done to, to understand why that is either wrong. The opinion that I had before or the things I said before were wrong. Why? I didn't even think about them. I, I you know, I, I talked to a lot of people. You, you mentioned the term cotton picking and they have absolutely no idea. What are you talking about? Being gypped. What does that mean? Uh, the, the other two, oh, I, I'm going to jew them down. Uh, you, you know, there's, <laughs> right? You, wow. You've, yeah. I, I've heard, unfortunately, I've, I've heard almost parts of my family say those very terms and not even realize that they've said it and how hurtful it could actually be um, when, when you go back well, and you look at it. A lot of times that's... I don't really want to say a cultural term because it's really not. It's more of a generational term that was out there. Right. And they don't even think about it because it's so, um, it's been so used by a generation that you're just used to it and you don't really think about it anymore. True. And so it's accepted by society at the time. Right. So, yeah, I think certain things like that are should be not necessarily forgivable, but to be understood. Understood. It's like you can watch things in uh, one of the shows that is pretty not not offensive, but there's still a lot of offensive things in it. Is Mash? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? that's a that's a show that was on television and it was played over and over again and it was very non-offensive because of certain things. And they, they same they with even Andy it. Griffith. If you watch the Andy Griffith show, there's things in there that aren't really accepted by society anymore either. And that was a pretty uh, borderline film a show that you know wasn't really made to be offensive to anybody, 
<laughs> you know, right? It was it was family entertainment. The show, there are things that it, that are in there that you're like, huh? This wouldn't be accepted today. I I I would also say since Ryan's not here, and I'll pretend I know what he's going to think. God, that's still a little difficult. <laughs> it's hazing here all of a sudden. Is 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 Ryan's normal comment during this conversation we've had in the past is he supports your right to say it, but not necessarily but but once you say it, you're gonna reap the repercussions of it too. That is something that I do think, specifically with this this comment about words and meanings that you you have to bring up is we do have rights to say the N-word. Should you say it? No. And if you say it in front of a black dude, there's a good chance you're going to get the crap beat out of you, deservingly so. So there was a paraphrasing of the fact, you know, it was said, I may not agree (laughs) with what you say, but I will defend your ability to say it. Yeah. And that was under the first, uh, you know, with with, the First Amendment. But... It doesn't allow us to yell the yeah, there's, standard there's limits. fire in the movie theater type of situation, right? There's limits as to <clears throat> what your First Amendment rights are. And then I think there's a sensitivity level that we are learning now, uh, even I, that we're learning now that uh, I may have realized that, gosh, that, that may have been horribly insensitive simply because I was unaware of the fact that it was hurtful. Hold that thought. We have a break. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the mad trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to the So we're going to keep plugging them until there's, yeah, <laughs> no, <clears throat> no I, 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 but I, you know, you hear, you understand where I'm coming from. I guess my point is the old guy here is that I know <laughs> There is there are things that I have said that now looking back at it, realizing right and incorrect, may have been offensive, could have been very well have been offensive. I have said to people that um, that I I regret looking back at it, but you know never never intending it to be a harmful thing, um, but yet. Yeah. Yet, yet I realize it may very well have been looking back at it now. The, the, so. the, the fire example, would, in my opinion, would fit into the box of yelling fire in a crowded theater violates other people's rights because they could get trampled to death, for example. Um, your, your comment about hurting people, I, I 100% agree. And that would also be, an, uh, as a friend recently said on Facebook when I was bringing up John Lennon today, her, her comment was, canceling people because of what they say removes the ability to teach. If say, if if you said, uh, if you had a, an ethnic friend, I don't know, a pick one and you said something hurtful, they could say, Hey man, I just to let you know that particular word you'd said means blank. And this is why it's hurtful. And you're, you're, you're bringing an opportunity to educate people. So at least if they continue using the word, whatever it is, they at least know, okay, there's a chance this word's incredibly offensive that maybe they'll say, I don't want to do that. Maybe not, but you give people a chance. Yeah, I don't know. All I can speak for is myself, and I never intend to go out to have ever been offensive to anybody, right? I'm sure I've said things that have been offensive, but I've never gone out and purposely meant it to be offensive, well, most of the time. And... uh we had the same discussion about learning in history uh, when when 
removing Confederate statutes, statues of generals <clears throat> that uh, were going around and, you know, people were tearing them down and removing them. And yes, they, they may not have been great people. Yes, they did wrong <clears throat> things by enslaving other people. But my point was that instead of tearing it down, why don't we put up a plaque and explain why uh, this person may have not uh, been the greatest and what they what what they did wrong, and and let's educate people more than you know just completely removing it because now there's going to be generations that don't have a clue why that statue was torn down. And this is torn down. Excuse me. I. Uh, this is a hundred percent. I agree. Um, this is the reason I got a heated, a fairly heated discussion with Ryan about this on a some episode ago. Uh, about the extreme example for me would be a Nazi flag. I would love for somewhere in America to have a Nazi flag flying. That way, everybody who looks at it will see two things: the fear of what that symbol means to an entire ethnic group, of what that means, and and two how easy it is to go back. It's, it's a symbol, in my opinion, of the evil of man. And I, <clears throat> I, I don't like the fact that it's hidden. You hide stuff. It's very easy to it to come back and mean something different. And I, I got a fairly heated exchange with Ryan over it, but it was a fairly different, uh, a different topic. But I want the same thing. I want a giant plaque that says, this is what this represents. You know, find as many people as you have records for and plaster their name on it who, who were murdered in those death camps. That's exact. that's what I want. Uh, and, it, and it's biblical to some degree. If, if you guys want to go in biblical history is God told the Jews to build monuments to where they were in the past. It's all over the Old Testament. And I think as we as a people need that. We need those statues. We need those examples to say, this general was a piece of crap because of this. This is what he did. It was good. You know, and, it, but sorry, it's kind of on my high horse a little bit that this is something that it's been a big part of my life and a big part of what I believe. You can't forget history, especially the American civil war. <clears throat> there is an awful lot of history. When you read history and you study history, that's already hidden and buried and people don't even have a clue about it's already done. Now, time is part of it. You know, enough time goes 200 years, 500 years, 1,000 years. Enough time goes by. All of that knowledge is gone unless there's a monument to it that re keeps us reminded as to what it was or why it was, yeah. whatever it may be. And, and, and I'd, I'd say every African-American who's pissed off at that duck fucking statue that's sitting there of that, that Civil War monument I don't think that's a bad thing. They're going to be pissed off at it and go, okay, I'm pissed off. Why? Learn. Right. Educate right. yourself. Educate everybody else. And, you know. So, you know, your symbol of the Nazi flag, when you talked about it, one of the first things that came to my mind is the fact that that's a symbol that's been hijacked, that was basically hijacked 100%. by the, the Nazis. Uh, that at one time represented a peace sign. Wasn't it? It was, uh, and James may know this, it was it was flipped around, the, the well, actual symbol, right? It, it, it's yeah, gone well, both no, ways. The symbol is ancient. It goes way, way back well, in time. No, I meant the actual the symbol was Chinese flipped around. Used it. Yeah. Wasn't no, it? It's gone both ways. Has it? It's gone both ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but the symbol is an old symbol of, you know, like peace and harmony in some cultures, other cultures, it, it symbolizes, um, like an internal thing. I can't remember all the details of it, but I looked it up and it's been used through the past for a long time. And then, um, Hitler just took it <coughs> because of what it symbolized before and used it as his flag. And now it's become synonymous with the Nazi party. It, it, it would be like the KKK burning a cross. Yeah. In, in some examples, Pretty uh, much. A, a symbol yeah. that means peace and redemption turned into a symbol of terror. Right. But I, I see, I want that on the same thing. I want that. I want that on that giant plaque that says, this is what the symbol historically means. Um, and I know this, this, if, if there's anybody listening, you're probably either these, these, these people are, are, are whacked out or how dare you. And like I said, madtrio show at gmail.com. Um, so um, here's just a couple different ones is that it's uh, prosperity and good fortune, um, uh, conductive to well-being, and it just goes on and on. And it's not just <laughs> in the Nazi, but it goes from like Hindu, Chinese, um, Buddhist, so, all that stuff. Buddhism. Yeah. And yeah, um, I have to admit, as a guy who was who was really into history, specifically World War II history, seeing a Nazi flag really freaks me out. It's super uncomfortable to see. Um, but again, I don't think that's a bad thing. If 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 it goes back to uh, what our local sheriff says, you know, what was it? Just don't look right. You know, if if something doesn't look right, doesn't feel right. There's a particular reason why it just doesn't feel right or look right. Yeah, I mean, for generations to come, that symbol obviously is going to mean only one thing. Uh, but with time, I think that too will change. And I don't think that's bad, though. I think that I think that's a good thing. I don't want the history to be forgotten, but if somebody can reclaim that symbol. If it's ever possible, I don't know. And that's the point of history, though. If we keep that symbol in the forefront, and this is what you were talking about. In other words, if you you build a monument that has that symbol on it, and that monument says why this particular symbol during this particular time was evil, about as evil as evil can get, that keeps it in the forefront. That keeps it in their mind. So maybe that, that symbol would never be reused. But redemption, yeah. I, I think redemption for things is possible. You you look at, um, and I, by the way, I don't know if this is a complete one-to-one redemption. Comparison. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I do think things backtrack. I do boop, think boop. things can be taken, can been taken over. This doesn't. This is a really bad comparison, but it's the only thing I can think of is like the N word. In the African American community, it has has been a word that they have taken over and been able to use to some degree. We've at least taken the sting when, when, when they say it. Now, if you or I said it, uh, be of Caucasian and Jewish descent, it would still sting. It would still hurt. But they, it seems like a group of people have been able to take something that is incredibly hurtful to at least some degree to remove the sting for themselves. And I, I, I think that is possible mm-hmm. with that symbol, depending on how that symbol is used, um, specifically the Nazi symbol. Now, how do you do it? No clue. But if you look at the cross... That cro- the cross still means what it, it meant to Christians, still means redemption, and I believe that the symbol at some point can be taken over and and be used to show 
something better. I, I think it's possible with everything. I just think it takes people willing to try and willing to deal with the shit it's going to cause. Especially if it's like tomorrow, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, when it comes to, to that and symbols, <laughs> I, I'm sure if we look at, at enough Egyptian, um, what's it? Hieroglyphics or their, their type <laughs> of writing, whatever it may be. If you look at enough of those symbols, I'm sure there's symbols in there. You'd go, Oh, I recognize those. And that means this, well, that means this now, but doesn't, didn't mean that then. So yeah, given enough time, that's probably two, true. Two egos and uh, two two eagles and a cat mean <laughs> blank. Yeah, right. Put in, 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 in it changes depending on what order you put them in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so, symbols are an interesting thing. I mean, even during uh, I don't even know how to explain this. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know the symbol. The symbols have been used for. centuries as a if you got the symbol you are this party or if you wear the symbol you're of this belief whatever it may be and uh so when you get down to symbols and we we were talking about the freedom that comes back to well all right you've got the freedom to wear a whatever might be offensive to, to to the rest of us but doggone it I don't know that I want to see it, you know. Yeah, you're you're right to wear it, but I don't want to even you know, be around somebody that's wearing something like that. So. I mean, for example, if I had a friend that was wearing a Nazi symbol and who was actually legitimately a friend, I'd say, hey, dude, you're, you're being kind of a jackass. If you're going to wear that shit, at least hide it from a guy who, you know. <laughs> um, and I, I've known some fairly racist guys, and I'd like to believe I would say that. I'm not sure if I would. I might just say ghost them. Um, but, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, it, it's a tough tough situation. I mean, you know, you see, and I'm not around these people, so I don't know if it's out as much as it used to be. But you see an awful lot of white supremacists wearing you know Nazi symbols. Maybe the yeah. um, we we live in the wrong part of the country. So let me put it this way: I had a pastor bolting like you know the lightning bolts on in, the neck in the or, You know, I, I had a pastor once who who was from the south, or he at least one of his jobs was in the South and he was talking about <coughs> the Confederate battle flag. And it told him at least a lot of people I know what that meant was the symbol of the rebel, the, the rebel things like, you know, that never give up, you know, blah, 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 always be an individual. And he said, it's like, look, dear, this is what you think. This is what maybe a lot of you people, you know, people out here think, but back in the South, it means what you think it means. It's it's not, oh, keep the rebel uh, spirit going. It's, yeah, no, it's I'm gonna hang. I, I, I want to hang this black right, dude. And right. then he said, you know, so he, so his comment was, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of it. You know, I was kind of discussing my opinion of why I think symbols need to be forefront at least for at some point in time, like the the the, the Nazi flag, and it was then that's what he said. It's like to some people, this still what means what it means. Interesting that we had a whole TV show all based around a car that had the Confederate flag on the roof, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> a very popular show. And Who destroyed yeah, it and destroyed <laughs> almost every ver every one of those cars. But but I guess it's, it's, it's interesting how time changes because something like that would never happen now. So we've grown a sensitivity, and I don't think this is a bad thing. We've grown a sensitivity 
to other groups about something that may be uh, offensive. How much is too much? Well, the, now there's that begs the question. I mean, I, at what point is you know it too much? And I think my problem is, and maybe it's because I'm an old person, but think that you need to pass a law that d- tells big box store chains that I'm sorry you can't have a boys boys and girls clothing sections. They've, they've got you know it's like what? I mean, it just doesn't even work in my brain. And, and there's the problem. And, and I'm like, and now I'm not being sensitive. And see, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. Whether you're gay, straight, trans. Well, if you're a Raiders fan, you're fun. Oh, to poke. sure, you already have. If you're a Raiders fun, <laughs> yeah. if you're a Raiders fan, you're really fun to poke fun of. Um, but I don't want. I don't like upsetting people. But at the same time, if if you're so sensitive, nothing gets done. You don't have conversations. You don't move whatever needs to go forward, forward. You can be stuck sideways forever and nothing changes because you're too sensitive. And I don't, I, I don't know what that balance is. I, I, yeah. You know, if you're so afraid of hurt, hurting people's feelings that you're never, <clears throat> I, this is an example. Say for some reason you said something that really pissed off your wife and they, she never had that conversation with you. She just was gave you the glare. She just refused to do anything instead of, and, and you were felt so bad. You didn't want to bring it up again. That's, that's either going to ruin your relationship or you're now stuck in a very sour relationship. Whereas if you sit down, you, you rip open the scab and have that conversation, you're going to heal the wound that you caused or she caused or they caused. Oh, <clears throat> okay. Dr. Phil, um, well, I'm not, it's, it's the same conversation. I'm just yeah, saying, no. <laughs> just so, crap. <laughs> besides I'm not a hack like that guy. I admit, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and by the way, I have a gorgeous head of hair. Currently. Yeah, that's, that's true. You look nothing like him. According to who? According to my dad. <laughs> and he looks what? nothing like Phil. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, okay. Well, and, and according to a former Disney employee or, uh, uh, or, uh, some sort of employee said he looked a lot like Marilyn Monroe, but I think the guy needed glasses. That was a joke. Yes, I know. <laughs> I don't know. So what do you think, James, uh, on the, how, how sensitive is too sensitive? I think we crossed that line a long time ago, honestly. So it, 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 I think everything there's too many sensitive idiots in charge and making complaints and getting their own little agendas passed all the time. So if if, if you were, I think we just need to get over it and stop being a bunch of little whiny bitches. <laughs> oh, and, and James owns. Yes, take that. You asked. <laughs> no, right. I, I don't think yeah. you're wrong. Hey. Remember, you've got your right to your opinion. Yes. And sometimes James's opinion is right. Some people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to. They have a right to their opinion too, James. (laughs) I'm going to have to stop myself in that joke. They have the right to be wrong as well. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. You're not guaranteed to be correct. That's right. Says who? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, according to James, all these years, everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. I don't. I don't think I've At ever heard. Point. I don't think well, I've ever heard true. James admit he's been wrong in anything over the years. No. <laughs> See, 
I needed to play crickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Is just misinformed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. So I, and if I want an opinion, I'll tell you what it's yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if this was a, a great episode or not, but it was something. It was, yeah, I don't know if it's a great episode or not either, but it was worth discussing. Yeah, this is something that's been on my I'll mind. I'll defend your right to make this episode what it is. Exactly. Right. Hey, but I, I, we, our, our tagline is, you know, the the maddest of the mad of the mad trio show. So, you know, to some degrees, we're we're we're, we're spot on. Um, maddest, we haven't even gotten there. Then, if it's the maddest of the mad, the question is, who's the craziest of all of us? Yeah. And we're all mad here. Yes. All mad. <clears throat> I just think this there's is the a, other. There's the other line. Mad as a hatter. Well, you know why that is, right? Well, of course, I do. Do you? Is the audience? Yeah. Know? That's as I'm right. Looking, if you as, know, I'm, as I'm looking at that, that you can get a camera. deck of Madrio playing cards. If you can answer that question in an email to madtrioshow at gmail.com. Answer that question. And don't Google it. Be honest. Do you know it or not? If you don't know it, Matt is a hatter where that came from. It's, it's only cheating if you get, it, if you get caught. Yeah. You're quoting every person I know who's ever been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, I said, we'll check your browser history if you. <laughs> we want you to do a browser dump so we can check it to make sure that you didn't Google it. I don't know. Well, you can check their browser history. <laughs> I know what some people Google, and I don't want to see that. Yeah, well, it's, there's some truth to that too, right? The, the, the last thing I want to see is, is well, let's just, let, let, let's just keep this above board a little bit. <laughs> I'm not always blue. Um, oh, I don't know. There's a, there's the next subject. Your browser history, good or bad? You know, I'm so. Would you show that to your parents, or would you be embarrassed? My browser history is incredibly dull, especially lately. <laughs> um, how do you frame a magazine? That's pretty much what I've been looking up. Um, so there you go. I mean, so everybody's browser history is. But let, let, let's be honest. I'm an incredibly dull person. What excites me, most people would go, what the fuck? I don't know. I think for too many of them, it would just be, ew. <laughs> right? Really? <laughs> you need to Google that? <laughs> this is true. Anytime, you know, it's like most people, anytime they get a cold, they're looking up flu symptoms and, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's cancer, diabetes. It's, you know. Oh yeah. You, you don't want to go to Web, WebMD and, and try to self-diagnose something because you, all of a sudden you're dying of some rare my, yeah, you're fly. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my favorite time ever is I was in between doctor's appointments and I wasn't feeling great. So I was just, you know, that one of these websites has these check marks. You have this symptom, this symptom. It's like, okay, I have this, I have this, I have this. And like, oh, oh, click. Okay, we found it. Happens in women only. What the fuck? <laughs> um, that, that made me laugh. And that's like, okay, I, I'm definitely going to stop away, for, uh, uh, stop looking at WebMD. Yeah, don't look at it any longer because you know, you're always going <laughs> to figure out something. Yeah, and, and I... I, I hope this was a good episode. If, if, if it wasn't, please let us know in the aforementioned email <laughs> well, address. Um, keep sending that email. It doesn't matter what it show is. At gmail.com. I want to yeah. know, um, is, is somebody, and I never, I never thought I would be this type of guy, especially later on in my life when I see, you know, cause I'm, I always thought I was going to be one of these guys that's telling you to get the hell off my lawn. I never thought I'd be the guy that says it was better in my day because, and I grew up in the day when every, all, every woman I know wanted to be 
fucking witches from a movie, and every guy I know was dressing like the goddamn crow. Um, I was certainly was not. Uh, yeah, this is true. There were some people who were not, but but I see uh, I see something that truly does scare me. Is it seemed like as I don't like the uniformity of thought. I don't like the you like you've got to think this way, you've got to act this way. All of a sudden, everybody's like that Eminem video. Got to act like me. Got to talk like me. I don't want anybody to be like that. I don't want my fellow Christians to act the same because that's inauthentic. I don't want all gay people, Raiders fans. I'd rather people, but no, I would rather Keep people. Of those Raider fans. What's they're violent. Um, now they're in Las Vegas. Now they're too, that's true. They're hammered. Yeah. Um, exactly. And picking up call girls. I want, I'd rather have authentic people. And I think that's the thing that I think we're missing possibly in this future generations is, you're being forced to a cultural norm that may not be healthy. And maybe cultural norms will never help uh, particularly healthy, but I'd rather have authentic people. Everybody I know is odd and they're amazing people because they're themselves. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to end this show with, with uh, Rob. I thought uh, the the most recent headline I just read was very interesting. That uh, Biden's German Shepherd has aggressive incident and then sent back to Delaware. Oh man! <laughs> See now you can't even have a German Shepherd in the White House. I want to know what he did. I, I, I he probably peed in the Lincoln bedroom. Aggressive behavior. Well, I'd be freaked out, too, if I left my nice, warm, cozy house wherever <laughs> Biden was living and then brought into the White House with all these crazy people running around all the time. This, this is true. Yeah. That, that's that's got to be. You know, that poor dog. I'm sure he's. So he bit somebody, apparently. And this is why the queen has corgis. Nobody's scared of a corgi. <laughs> James? Uh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> this conversation was too long <laughs> on the freedoms and that crap. People are stupid. We'll stick with that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, as always. According to my watch, you've got four minutes of airtime. I can take up the four minutes if you really want. I have an amazing belief. Wait a minute. According to our board, you got six. six. Uh, I can keep going. I keep going. you got six minutes. Fill it. All right. Let's see. Ah, so how much freedom is too much freedom? Should we be limited on what we can do? Constitution says so. Oh, absolutely. You have to be limited. Freedom doesn't mean I can take your freedom. Ah, that's how we started this conversation. Mm. So the, the, I guess the balance in the end of it is where it is the perfect balance of freedom. And it starts with my opinion of you can't violate my rights. And I won't violate yours. And I can do whatever the hell I want. What point do we get where we can't do anything? If we keep going back and forth with that argument. Right now we're in the Anarchy. pandemic. We can't do anything at all. <laughs> well, hey, I don't know. You can wear your mask. Some people you think. Wear you your can. mask and sit at home. <laughs> wear your mask and sit at home. Man, I swear. Right. I, there wasn't that a movie where uh, Sylvester Stallone, you know, <laughs> it's what it seems like. I get my second shot on Thursday. See if I survive that. If you grow a tail, you know, let me know. Fortunately, that's supposed to take about 10 years to happen. And 
in 10 years that well, might help that might help me balance better <laughs> i don't know i know what inheritance john's getting you're getting the tail <laughs> oh no i just got the rugged good looks and a tendency to cuss when i'm angry <laughs> didn't get the hair no, I got that from the he other side. You got better hair. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, his <laughs> hair's way what better than you, mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got the other side of his family's hair. I'm not quite sure. You did, you did get the, that's true. That's, and that, that's, that's hope. I came didn't. way out on, your, <laughs> on you. I don't know how that happened. Because that, that, there's a lot of bald people on both sides of family, and somehow I'm hoping I just skip right through the middle. Yeah, you'd know already. You're, you're good. But, but you have... Where in the world you got all that curly hair? Well, I know exactly where you got it, but it's just. By the way, this is kind of the weird part of this conversation. Everybody's willing. Were they hammered? They first started now talking about Now they're going to have to freedom. go look at our website, look at our pictures and going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> I just, I, I can't wait for somebody to listen to this episode. It's like, what's happening? They went about freedom and it was a semi-interesting conversation until. Uh, until it and, got personal. Yeah, until the California pariah wouldn't shut up and all of a sudden they're talking about his rugged good looks and his hair. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Hey, as long as, as long as my <laughs> wife thinks I'm cute, that's all it really matters. I, ain't the last time I, I doubt the her. listeners have gotten that far either. They probably <laughs> shut it off as soon as you yeah, start probably. talking about your hair again. Yeah. I, I, I do know a couple of people that actually listen cause they actually text me or, or message me on, on some sort of social media platform. I love the episode, but blank. It's like, cool. So you listen to it. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, because we want. We, we wanted, uh, you know, a critique means either way. It could be good or it could be bad. So, I mean, let's, let's just get it. And Tell us what you didn't like. And as long as you're not talking about the movie Das Boot, I'll actually read <laughs> what you say. If, if, if you want to talk about Das Boot, find James's email somewhere and, and yell at him. I'm seriously tired of hearing that. I get shit still. Still for, for <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not, welcome. Not all, not all German soldiers from Nazis. No shit, that's not what he said. Um, boy, that's a, that's a discussion for another show. <laughs> well, we've had this one, discussion in many shows. Yes, we've, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's been a, that, that's been apparently the theme is Nazism. Uh, yeah. How does that? How does that been? Nazis on ice. <laughs> Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> now we're gonna in get pulled. Germany. Now we're gonna get pulled off of YouTube. That was more than thirty seconds. <laughs> no. What? That's my ringtone. Shut up. <laughs> I thought I'm it was not every, kidding either. I thought you said your your ringtone was every sperm was sacred. <laughs> it was for a little while, but that's been springtime for Hitler for a long time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> for a really weird ending for, in my opinion, a good topic everybody should pay attention to. Instead of going way over, we went under, so that's what happened here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all tired. Two of us work for a living. The other one's a retiree. So he hit the blue light special early and is going to bed. Yeah, I don't so, know. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man Stevens, and Rob the Old Guy. Rob Charney of the Rob Charney Show, world's famous. As always, podcast. Don't forget to listen to it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Did, did you write down that plug for future reference, Sean? <laughs>